Welcome, everyone. This is a new edition of Something to Talk About. Uh, and uh, what you're seeing on the screen is <laughs> me uh, minus Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn is, uh, is away taking care of some family business. Uh, and unfortunately, Mark Warner from uh, KVGI Media, who is usually producing the program from Northern Michigan, is sitting in the dark right now because they had a power outage. Uh, up in northern Michigan due to a storm last night, and they are without power. And he's just sitting in the in the dark waiting for the lights to go back on. So we wish you the very, very best, Mark. Hope that everything uh, uh, comes through okay and uh, the storms pass by and uh, you'll be back to having the air conditioning on up in northern Michigan. But uh, again, I welcome you to the show. Uh, it's, it's a good open conversation and I'm absolutely thrilled today because uh, not only is the, the guest on the program with me today is going to join us, uh, our good friend Irving Chung uh, is with us. And uh, not only is Irving here to discuss a little bit about who Irving Chung is and what Irving Chung does for, for uh, a career, but I'm really proud to say that Irving Chung is a franchise consultant, and he is also a sponsor of this program. And I'm absolutely thrilled for your sponsorship and all, and uh, the ability to share what you do with our audience and tell them to reach out to you, because franchising is something that a lot of people just say, oh, yeah, that's okay for other people, but, but, but not for me. I better keep my money in the bank. Uh, that may not necessarily be a profitable choice. And, and you and what you do can change people. And that's why you have become a sponsor of our program is to let them know that, you know what, it may not be right for everybody, but it just might be right for you who are listening and watching this show. So Irving, thank you for joining me today in this discussion, because you said that franchising has been around for a while, but there's a lot of hot new things that are happening in the world of franchising. You're right, Stuart. It's so great to be on your show. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, franchising has changed so much. I mean, what most people still think about is McDonald's back in 1963 when they found, were founded. I mean, that was kind of the grandfather of <laughs> franchising. And right. Most people think fast food. And uh, let me tell you, we're in 2021 and it is a completely different industry gotten a lot more sophisticated, a lot more affordable, a lot more profitable. And just the, the, the amazing thing is just a lot more variety of businesses out there, truly for people to not only make a lot of money, right? So again, we're all in it to, to make a living, make money, but it's an opportunity to also realize your passion. And, and what I see and talk to so many people these days is like, I'm sick of corporate, I'm sick of working for somebody, and to become drones. You know, I talked to a guy who's making a great six-figure fast salary. He's a vice president. He goes, yeah, I, I, my, my job's not at risk, but I'm bored to death. He goes, I can keep doing what I do. I do what I do in my sleep. I mean, that's not challenging. That's not fulfilling, right? So beyond just making lots of money, now this guy's just signed for three territories. He's gonna, he, he makes 150 right now. In five years, he's projected to make 450. And in no corporate job can you make that kind of money. Uh, you'll make three to 5% raises. But yeah, so today I want to talk about three interesting businesses 
mostly businesses that people probably never even thought were businesses. Some of them maybe not so surprising, but I'll start with something called pet evolution. Pet evolution is the whole foods of pet food. So uh, the crazy thing is pet care uh, is, uh, or pet, yeah, pet care, pet expenses, pet industry. It's a hundred billion dollar industry. In by 100 20, billion? 100 billion? By 2030, it's going to be a $250 billion industry. And you know what? The COVID thing was a boom for pets. I mean, A, pets never had more attention. They never had their owners sitting with them, giving them treats, walking them every day, right? Um, but it also is a huge boom in, in adoption. There, you know, it's, it's pet ownership has just taken off. I mean, here we're, we're in Texas, right? And like, I, I haven't met a family that doesn't have a dog. In fact, most families have two dogs like I do, right? And so, and it's the trend. Um, there's a survey done amongst the younger generation between 18 and 35, 65% are projected to own pets or, or, or have pets, should I say. Right. So it's the majority of, and they also spend a lot on their pets. They pamper them, they baby them. So the pet industry tends to lag a little bit about the human industry. And so the, the uh, you know, uh, humans, uh, we start focusing on healthier eating, right? Over the last decade. Now that's gonna transfer over to pets. There's gonna be an awareness now that my dog needs to eat healthy. They need non-processed foods that are highly, you know, like some Zimbabwe, I mean, I hear horror stories about dogs eating bad food from China and dying. And I'm like, what? You know, it's crazy. So now um, this pet shop is called a pet business called Pet Evolution. They do um, like the whole foods, like really good quality dog food. They uh, provide like nutrition assistance and, and guidance much more in-depthly than like the big box stores, right? Big box stores will sell you whatever you got on the shelf and they got everything, right? From the junky stuff to the healthy stuff sure. to whatever. And, 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 and they don't sell junky stuff in this shop, right? But it's a multi-revenue stream business. They do pet grooming. They do mobile nail uh, grooming and trimming. Uh, they have a membership program that, uh, incre that increases um, uh, monthly recurring revenue. Really? Yeah. So I, I have dogs and I would love to find, I mean, it's hard to find good groomers. But then to have, I mean, you know, you bring them all the time. So it's a membership program where you pay, get a discounted rate and you get a free doggy toy and you get, I mean, it's just a great kind of community-based type of concept. Like a spa for, for your pets. Exactly. So that's one of my favorite businesses these days. And it's going to just take off. Now, is this a brand new, uh, you know, I mean, we, we've yeah. had Petco and PetSmart and all yeah. of these other which, which I think are, are those all corporate owned or are those yeah, also those franchises? Are, those are all corporate owned, large, big box stores. Okay. Right? So, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like going to a boutique versus a big box gym, you know, I right. mean, full cycle, get a great experience or you can go to gold's gym and just come on in and help yourself kind of thing. So it's a very different environment, uh, much more care for the pet. Um, like I've heard nightmare stories about grooming and Petco and, all that stuff. But, you know, in, in some of these boutiques, there's a lot more care given to your family member. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, and what you say is is very interesting because I, I, I remember growing up uh, when you went to the grocery store, there was maybe a half an aisle of, of pet foods. 
Right. Uh, and usually that aisle was shared with the hardware uh, right. <laughs> items too. Exactly. Uh, now you go into the grocery store and there's like two and a half or three aisles of, of yeah. pet pet foods. And yeah. there's everything from just basic kibbles to, yeah. you know, all of the, the non-GMO and, exactly. and uh, organic and all this kind of stuff. I have, I have a dog that has allergies right. and has to have a special pet food. Exactly. Uh, and, and honestly, if it weren't for a very well, uh, uh, you know, educated vet that we went to, we probably wouldn't have known why she was scratching constantly and yeah. was sneezing all the time. And it's been adjusted by, by her food. And now what you're saying is now you're getting these boutique type franchises that will allow people to interact with somebody who really knows about the products that are in the bags and cans. Exactly. And, and it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a proprietary line of product that they carry. They're educated on it. It's refined to be the, you know, some of the healthiest foods you can get. And so now, yeah, going to a vet's the other best place to go because they really understand nutrition and um, particularly with something like your dog where there's a particular need, but but, you know, we're finding that your, your average dog really needs to have healthier diet and, and, and healthier. So for people that are passionate about, about uh, uh, their pets uh, and all, this is a franchise opportunity that has this just started over the last few years? Yeah, it's a relatively new concept. I mean, they've been around since 2012. It was founded in 2012. So it's, it's uh, relatively new to franchising. So the way most businesses work is businesses are founded as you know, original concepts. Right. And then once they develop and they're proven, uh, you know, one way to expand is to franchise. And so most franchises are not like brand new, just out the gate. Most are new to franchising. They're not new businesses. So does that mean, yeah. Well, for those that are watching and listening to the program, I mean, this is where most franchises have started. If you look at a lot of your sandwich shops, they were they were one or two locations in a town someplace in America, and they built up to four or five locations, and they decided to go into franchising, and places like Subway and Jersey Mike's and, and all of those have, have just exploded uh, over the years. The idea of what 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 Irving does is the fact that you don't want to go out and try and invest in a McDonald's franchise or a Chick-fil-A franchise, unless you have got tons of money. Yeah. It's about, a, it's about a million dollars to, to yeah, buy. you know, so, <laughs> you know, but what, what you need is if you've got this passion to be your own boss and to run your own franchised business and everything, you want to get in on the ground floor too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's the opportunity here. I have another two more concepts I want to share with you. One okay. is called no H2O. It's a waterless car wash. Now here's the thing. What? Yes. Now like car washes, I mean, you know, all of us have filthy cars and we probably run our cars through the car wash, you know, every other week, uh, you know, and you know, you pay 15, 20 bucks, whatever, a bunch of guys swarm on you with towels and they dry it off and you take off. Well, it costs hundreds of thousand dollars to build a car wash. And then you have about 20, 25 employees. It's a very high cost, low margin business. Now, again, the frequency is where you make the money. This is a waterless car wash that comes to you. It's the Uber of car wash. It's designed for busy people. Wow. Basically, it's a proprietary product that was engineered in Ireland. 
uh, by a race car driver who went from racing cars to washing cars. And it is, it's a formula you spray in a car and it forms a negative positive charge with uh, a microfiber fabric that lifts the dirt off. You wipe the dirt clean, uh, no scratch, high polish, and it's a fairly quick wash, but you can do a full detail. You can do exterior, interior, windows, everything. And basically you, you order the car wash, you send them to the address you want to go. So if you're at work and you want your car washed while you're working, boom, you sit, you set, you know, you, you, you send an appointment. If you want it at home, wherever you are, you send the car wash, they come over, clean your car. So very simple, single employee per account, Leah, let's say you can have multiple people going around, right? Um, you know, not highly skilled labor. So again, it's not like you have to hire somebody who's licensed and has, you know, years of training, right? They just have to know how to wax on, wax off. <laughs> now, the other beautiful thing about this concept is in states like Arizona, California, Nevada, where you have water shortages, right? I mean, there's huge taxes and fines for car washes that aren't being energy efficient. In fact, they're making it difficult for them to even open. So now you have you know, businesses that will be environmentally friendly and all every state in America is going to be water scarce soon, right? Sure. We're having a crisis. So not only is it easy to deliver and convenient to deliver, it's better for the environment. I mean, and there's no waste. It's not like you're spraying down and putting all this stuff into the sewers either. It's a, it's a rag, it, you know, your proprietary cloth, formula, spray, boom. Very simple, uh, fantastic polish, fantastic clean. And the best part of this model is you can actually put a pop-up car wash centers. So think about it, corporate offices, um, malls, shopping centers. Schools. Uh, schools. Uh, apartment complexes. So the first one here in Dallas, the first franchisee in Dallas, he has a pop-up in Legacy West and shops at Legacy. What a genius place. Think about it. Legacy West has all those corporate headquarters, Boeing, Liberty Tax, the apartment complexes above, and all these shops. I think there's three pop-ups there. And all you do is you set up a little pop-up tent. You can wash 10, 15 cars. And as they come in, boom, you know, you just stay there all day and now all of a sudden you have, you come, you go shopping, you go to have dinner, you go to work, you, you go to your apartment, wake up in the morning, boom, you got this nice shiny car sitting there waiting for you. It's a, it, it is a great concept because you think of that you have just reduced the overhead cost of running that yeah. operation uh, to, to a, a, a small fraction uh, you know, I mean, when you just stop and think the cost of the water bill that a car wash would 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 sustain. Exactly. Uh, but the idea, like you said, of somebody going to work with a dirty car and driving home with a clean car instead of having to sit in line at the car wash, yep. waiting to go through and getting it detailed. And now is this uh, also a, a new franchise and a new concept? Now, again, it was uh, born in Ireland, so it's not a new business. The business is proven, been around for years. It's just coming to the U.S. So the beautiful thing about this is, again, you can get in on a ground floor, be the first one in this country to have it, uh, proven model. So it's not like you're, you're taking risks from the standpoint of I'll be the first one. Uh, it's proven with, with many, many stores or, or businesses operating in, in, uh, in Ireland. So that very unique opportunity. And again, that's something unique that I bring to the picture that 
you know, we're bringing franchises from around the world and, uh, you know, sharing them with, with, with the U.S. and growing the U.S. It's fascinating because, again, the, I think your mind starts to think about opening up, up an existing franchise. And usually the more, more franchises that there are within a corporation, uh, the, the price of getting involved in it starts to go up. And then well, if you uh, that's, that's not necessarily the truth. Now, the thing is, it's scarcity. Like, yeah. for example, what, like the problem we run in in Dallas is very entrepreneur minded. And if you don't have an emerging brand, you're not going to get into business. Like literally this car wash business, by the end of this year, is probably going to be sold out of Dallas. Really? Yeah. And then once you sell out, you can't get in until you buy a, a new one. Now, when you say it's expensive, yes, resales, you're paying a little bit more, right? So I know own a cycle bar. When I opened five years ago, there were three cycle bars. Now there's 15 in, in DFW. Right. So if someone wants to open one in Dallas, they got to buy it from me. They can't buy it from, from corporate, right? It has to be a resale. So yeah, that's going to cost you a premium. I think I mentioned to you uh, when, when you were on, on the show uh, uh, a while back, you know, I have a cousin that graduated from college in the, in the sixties, the mid sixties. And he had heard about this, this roast beef, sandwich place called Arby's <laughs> and and he went uh, to at that time the corporate headquarters was in Chicago where he was from and he thought he and a friend decided to go into an Arby's franchise in Illinois he liked it so much but he wanted to leave Chicago and go someplace warm he went to Las Vegas and he opened up an Arby's franchise in in Las Vegas and about a year later he said you know what I kind of like this uh, and found out there were no other franchise franchisees in in the state of Nevada. So he bought the franchise for the state of Nevada and oh. built it up to twenty three restaurants in wow. the state of Nevada. And, yeah. But That's again, he was on the ground floor. Exactly. Arby's, you know, everything was burgers and fried chicken back in the sixties. And all yeah. of a sudden, somebody says, "To heck with the burgers and stuff. We're going to open up a a, a a roast beef sandwich company." I love that. See, and, and that's the thing. Okay. So a big question I get is, Hey, franchising is so great. Why doesn't everyone do it? Because most people aren't brave enough or crave enough to do it. You right. know, you gotta have some courage, you know, most people are like, Hey, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go and take a job and be paid by, you know, get a paycheck. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're risk averse, if you're not brave, if you don't believe in yourself, you're never going right. to make anything uh you know and, and watch the owners and the ceos go out on the, <laughs> on the fancy vacations and out on their yachts and yeah. all because they had the vision to become yeah. a, a, an integral part of that corporation exactly. you're not a fear of failure right you know fear of failure is the number one hindrance to you know development self-development economic development all that stuff now well, you know a, a franchise a franchise like anything else is a risk you're taking a little bit of a risk. Uh, you always want to make sure that if you're going to have a brick and mortar franchise, that you're in a good location. Exactly. But but franchising doesn't necessarily have to be brick and mortar, as yeah. as you mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, 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 pest control. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to have a location for pest control. You it, you work out of a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and you also don't have to give up your, your nine to five job to do it. You get that vehicle and you hire somebody that goes out and does it. And you spend your time just making appointments to, to have it done. hundred so, percent. This no H2O business is exactly yeah. that it's a home-based business. 
right? You don't need an office, right? They're mobile stores or they're, you know, your technicians driving their own car to, to wash somebody else's car. It's a, you know, just a small bundle of cleaning product that they fit right in their trunk. You know, little caddy pulls it out, boom. So it's not equipment intensive, it's home-based. And again, owners of franchises, let me tell you this, let you know this, are not technicians, right? This is, you're expected to be a president slash CEO. So pet evolution, I don't expect you to be clipping dog hair and selling, you know, dog food. You know, you need to hire managers to do that, right? So what that allows you to do is grow. Think about the no H2O business, right? They're not cleaning cars because you're back to your salary dilemma. Right. I own 40 hours, you know, in, in a week, that's my salary's capped, right? I, I wish I can clone myself to have 80, 100. Well, owning a franchise, you're cloning your revenue stream. Each technician that's washing a car will probably net you a hundred grand in revenue by the end of the year. So that one guy has too many appointments, you hire another one. It's another hundred grand, right? Too many appointments, boom, you hire a third, right? So as the CEO, you're never restricted by your 40 hours because your earning potential is, is only restricted by the number of employees you have working for you. That's the genius of it. And it's a different mindset. You know, some people will never get yep. beyond being a technician. If you can progress from being a technician to a CEO, uh, then boom, your earning potential is going to be unlimited. All right. Do we have time for one more? Oh, sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, the third one I have is also brand new. It's the first mental health franchise. First mental health franchise. If you think about mental health, it's like a tried and true, almost like a car wash, right? Car washes have been around for centuries, right? And you think about that big building where you drive through and in the old days it was all by hand now it's by machine with hand drying right so there's been evolution there but not dramatic psychotherapy same thing usually it's the one person you know clinician and you know your doctor says oh i have a referral for you and you go and you meet with them and it's just this face-to-face -face consult it's it hasn't evolved in centuries right? You come in, make an appointment, you sit down, you have your session. I'll see you in a week or I'll see you in a month. Boom. And, and, and usually it's like either you, you take it or leave it, right? You go and, and your doctor's like, oh, I have Dr. Uh, you know, Sachs for you to go visit. You go visit them. Do you have a choice, right? If I want to talk right. to a female, well, Dr. Sachs is a male. You know, if I want someone who's a little bit younger relating to my age and, you know, you're, you're a little bit older. Well, the model here, um, Elemental Health is what it's called, has embraced the virtual consultation. Part of it was, you know, of course, you know, proven by <laughs> the pandemic, right? So now it's not just face-to-face. -face. Now you can go virtual. Now uh, this, this clinic's model is to have multiple uh, uh, clinicians in one practice. And the idea is to have diversity in your clinicians, age diversity, gender diversity, and, and there's a app, so it's technology driven. So it allows you to enter your personality as a client, enter, express some preferences. And maybe I'm a female, wanna talk to females. Maybe I'm a female, I wanna talk to a male. Maybe I'm someone who's in my twenties and wants to talk to one who's a, who's a peer, who's closer to my age. You know, someone who's not 60 or 50, but maybe someone who's 30. Right. So now it's a, almost like a, a matchmaking type app to also express other preferences um, to allow you to have a better relationship just from the get go, even from the matching standpoint versus saying, OK, 
you have a single doctor. Okay, the doctor can see you now. That's it. It's not like I had a choice or any preference. You know, yeah, of course, if I have one consultation and we don't get along, I'll go find another one. But, you know, to, right. to shop around for a different, you know, uh, therapist, you know, I can come to one practice and, uh, and, and have a variety of, of clinicians. So this, this is almost an absentee business. The reason why it's absentee business is because you need to be a licensed clinician. And what you do is you start by hiring a senior clinician who's your general manager and they're responsible for hiring other clinicians. And again, the idea with the idea of having diversity, um, you know, hiring in everything from, you know, younger to older clinicians, um, you know, and they manage the business and practice for you. Is this also a, a, a franchise that you have to go to them or that you have the option of that clinician coming to you? Yeah, the beauty of this is both, right? So it's a brick and mortar. So it is a little bit more expensive because yes, you do want to have a building and a location, a place to, you know, to, to uh, have a consult. But the beauty of this concept is it's expanded to virtual and, and, and embrace of technology. Uh, there's many firsts of its kind. It's kind of like bringing, uh, you know, wellness into the 21st century because it's not just about psychotherapy either. This practice is about, um, having a more integrated wellness approach uh, and, and focusing on mental, spiritual, um, you know, wellness and healing. So, yeah, and, and interesting because you, you, you mentioned about the pandemic, but also we have seen that, that uh, in, in uh, issues related to the pandemic too, uh, in some instances where there have been uh, the you know uh, the black lives matter movement uh, the the uh, first responders movement issues yeah. with police very yeah. often uh, that there has been talk about the fact that that the mental aspect is is key to it that this could be a great avenue for to prevent some of these things from happening on our streets because people have the opportunity uh, to to over overcome the, the you know any mental deficiencies that they might have or to seek that out yeah there are a couple of things about this business that are great right it's not just insurance based so they actually have an uh you know income based sliding scale for non-insured oh uh, okay clients um they have like i said a full uh integrated wellness approach that includes mind body and spirit if you think about it a lot of your mental health could be related to your nutrition and, and having poor nutrition uh, or having poor sleep or, you know, um, things like that. So it really is much more uh, inclusive and uh, of your whole mind body approach. But the other thing you bring up that's really interesting is the pandemic has spiked in uh, the rise in depression. I mean, sure. my son, who I thought was a resilient young man, um, had reemergence anxiety. Literally, he was he was in his uh, apartment for a full year doing online school. All he had to expose exposed to was he and his roommate for a full year. It's like being in solitary confinement. I didn't think about it until he you know came home from college and he expressed anxiety. He said he was getting upset stomachs. He was trembling, being in in crowds in a restaurant. And I thought, you know, I, I, I was delighted. I couldn't wait to get to a restaurant, right? But it's not, you know, not for everybody. 
And it kind of woke me up to the realities of, wow, this, this pandemic is more than just a physical health crisis. If you have it, it's a mental health crisis. Youth, youth depression, youth suicide went up. I mean, it is a frightening situation we're dealing with. And, and we just need more care and more access to care and more modern care. Well, and now we've gone through the summer where it looked like things were starting to open up again, uh, 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 concerts, uh, sporting events, restaurants, uh, and all. now we've got a new variant. And yeah. now everybody is starting to say, you know what, this could drive us back into our homes yeah. and back into that, that tense, you know, uh, situation uh, again. So something like this is, is, is great. You know, you mentioned three great franchises dealing with mental health, uh, dealing with waterless car washes, uh, uh, dealing with new new uh, uh, avenues in pet care. So if somebody wants to, to go into franchising, one of the things is that the franchisor, the person that was on the ground floor that developed this, has come up with a system. Yes. And what you're what you're buying into is not only the ability to do this, but to have the marketing background of of the people that started this to help you establish it. Is that correct? So that's one of the big Absolutely. the big perks. The number one reason why franchising is a great career alternative is this. One is I just mentioned three categories completely unrelated and diverse. Absolutely. You, you can be a plumber, uh, you can be a, a accountant, you can be a doctor and get into any of these three. Most franchisors do not want you to have a background in their business whatsoever. The beauty of it, they will train you, they will teach you. And the reason why is they don't want someone who's been trained in a different system or model. They right. want you, so the beauty of a franchise is it's like paint by numbers. I want to teach you our way because our way is proven to be profitable. Our way is proven to generate great revenue, right? Uh, if you have someone trying to change the system, that's counterproductive. And most people come in from the, from, from the outside world saying, hey, I know nothing about pets. I know nothing about car washing. I know nothing about mental care, health care. You know, teach me. That's the best franchisee. Now, right. not only that is you're right, they provide the marketing support, the operation support, the training, the HR support. Uh, how do I hire a clinician? Boom, they got the, the playbook on that. They have the resources for that. What's the best employee to hire for the car wash? Boom, they got the playbook. How much should I be paying them? Playbook for it, boom. It, there is any question you have about running this business, they address, not only in the beginning of the training, all the way through the launch, all the way through your relationship. You know, most franchises are a 10-year business. I've been in business now for five years with my franchise. I mean, I can call the president, uh, you know, and have a one-to-one -one conversation if I want to talk to him about an issue. You have that ongoing support. Absolutely. You know, if I have a sales issue, I have a new manager coming on. I'm going to get training for them from this, the, the sales department. I like your reference to what we said earlier that this is a paint by number uh, kind of a, of a situation that that uh, it, it's the canvas is laid out and, and, and they tell you where to put A, B, C, D and E in order to get going. Well, all you need is a desire to succeed. 
right? Yeah. And, and I and I and I think back many many years where somebody had an idea to open up a pet pet shop and everything. You had to go out and find a location. You had to get the the build out. You had to to get the product. You had to have the the you know the the uh, uh, logistics for everything. And all of that is money, 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 money. Where somebody comes in and says, "Here, this is this is this is a, a you know a guidebook of how to do it, and you'll be saving money in the long run." So not only is it money, money, money. So like when you start as a, as a business owner, right? And you have an idea, you want to start something, you got to figure out how to do it. And then you got to do it. Right. I mean, that that's, takes time and mental capacity. Now, if I take the how to do it away from you and I do it for you and I show you how to do it, all you got to do is put 100% of your effort to doing it. Now that's where you're making the money, right? So, it, you know, instead of running my business, and selling and managing my employees and doing whatever I need to do, customer service, customer care, you know, I, I'm now taking half my day trying to figure out, well, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? Now you don't have to take that away because it's all, it's all done for you. The protocols are set for you. The actions are set for you. The software is set for you. I mean, literally the franchisors spend thousands of dollars creating things like routing software, like this no H2O. I mean, that app, the, the Uber app, I mean, that's half of their business, right? I mean, the convenience yep. to say, hey, I want an Uber. Oh, how much are you going to cost me? What size do I want? I mean, that's the ha half of their business. The other half of the drivers, which, you know, again, there, there's hundreds of those. Uh, and all you got to do is just drive. I don't need to worry about an app. I don't need to worry about how am I going to get paid. I don't have to worry about what route do I take. I don't have to worry about, you know what I mean, getting in the queue or anything like that. I mean, that's, a, that's the beauty of, of this business. Okay. So... So now, now the question that I know is on the minds of some of the, the people watching and listening is, is okay, you, you, you brought up three great brand new ideas for franchising and everything. Uh, how's that going to affect my bank account? Uh, you know, I mean, are we talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in order to get into one of these franchises? Well, are we, you know, the, the old saying is a true saying. It takes money to make money. That's right. So you do need to have capital. Now, the great thing about it is, for example, this car wash business, the total cost of operation for one territory is about 120000 Now, it sounds like a lot, but, it, but it's not because it's broken into categories. For example, you know, 50000 roughly is the, the franchise fee. Uh, you know, you got 50000 in working capital and you got about 20000 in in materials. Right now, working capital is money you pay yourself, you pay your employees. So it's not money. So the real money to, to go into the franchisor is only fifty thousand for the franchise fee. Okay. The rest cost to run the business, and I don't care what business you you open, you got to have money to run a business, right? right. So really, it's only fifty thousand dollars to get into the business because if you want to run a business, you got to have working capital, you got to pay employees, you got to pay you know for product, right? So if you take that off the table, it's, you know we're only talking fifty thousand dollars now only, right? I mean, again, it's not for someone out of college, right? Unless daddy is going to fund it, right? right. Well, let's say, you know, you've been working for 10 years, right? So what do you get out of college at 25? You were working, you're 35 years old. I mean, you should have some 401k saved. You should have a little bit of money saved. You might even have a home with, with, a, with, with home equity. So there's different ways to fund it. There's SBA loans. Uh, there's, um, uh, 401k rollover programs that actually allow you to diversify your 401k 
investing in yourself versus just a stock market. Now it still qualifies as a legitimate 401k. I mean, so it's, it's non-tax, there's no penalty to take it out. Um, it's money you've saved to, to take care of your future. Now I have a program that allows you to invest in your business, new business, franchise business as a 401k investment. Genius, right? It's an incredible way, way to diversify your 401k and it's tax-free money that you've already saved and, and you put towards yourself. And let me tell you, the stock market will make you maybe at best 8%, right? Year over year. Now, great. It's passive. You don't have to worry about it. It just kind of does its thing, has its ups and downs. And in fact, you shouldn't look at it because it'll cause you anxiety. <laughs> you know, right. when you have multiple crashes and booms, I mean, gosh, it, it'll drive you nuts, right? Your blood pressure will go up with it. So, but, but on average, over a 10 year period, maybe you'll make 8% on your money, right? In a franchise, you have the ability to, to, you know, make much more than that well and, and also you you had mentioned and i i never thought about it until you did mention it is you don't have to quit your job and say i've been making a nice living uh and all and so i'm going to quit my job and i'm going to buy a franchise that there are franchises out there that will allow you to keep your 40 hour a, a week job and and maybe you invest uh, six, seven hours on the weekend, yeah. lining up appointments for, for, you know, you're, you're, you know, yeah. got to go out on this, uh, uh, no H2O, uh, to, to wash some cars, or as we mentioned earlier about, uh, doing some, uh, pest control, uh, or so, and it can be very, very much a part-time in, uh, investment time-wise that can be a full-time investment money-wise, so let me coming, you. you know, income wise, I'm, I'm living that right now. So my wife has a full time job, I have a full time job. And my cycling studio is a semi absentee business. That's what we call it. it's called semi absentee. I never open the door, I never close the door and I never teach a class. In fact, I went this morning to take class at 715. I was done at eight o'clock. And I met with my front desk staff, I checked to talk to the instructor. So while getting my exercise, I was able to check into the studio. And, and then, uh, boom, I was done. That's my work, right? So this weekend I did payroll. That was two hours of work. I mean, literally it is a 20 hour a month job and, and that makes a six figure income. It's a third income for us. So it's a fantastic investment opportunity to get multiple revenue streams. No H2O is the same thing. Basically, if you can have 10 or 12 people washing cars while you're sitting here managing payroll and supplying uh, uh, you know, uh, cleaning supplies, yeah, those are the two key things that you got to do. <laughs> That's it. Right. Again, you have a, a mobile app that will track your employees, make sure that they're where they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to do. Um, you'll have an app that tells you exactly every time a transaction is completed. Uh, my business at the studio is 99% is uh, credit card. It's, it's all transact automated transactions because they're monthly membership dues. It just runs to credit cards. I don't have to worry about someone collecting cash or, or pocketing cash or anything like that. I mean, my oversight, it really is a home-based, you know, I'm, I'm managing it from home. Well, and, and it's interesting because there are a lot of categories uh, and, and within each category of franchising, there are, are some that can be costly to get involved in and sure. some not so costly. I mean, you're, you're in the fitness category. Uh, there are the food categories. There's health services. Yeah. Uh, I know there's beauty. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, look, uh, Mary Kay made uh, made made a, a fortune off of having independent Absolutely. franchisees go out and have these at home parties uh, yeah. selling Mary Kay products. So again, it's not a brick and mortar investment uh, that can have great financial returns. And I know another area that seems to be growing uh, by leaps and bounds is in the educational category, uh, yes. tutoring services, tutoring yes. franchises. Yes. You know, I, I have those too. So I have several, I have a brick and mortar, which is going to be much more expensive, but that's a preschool, right? So early childhood development, if you're interested in that, uh, great preschool concept. I have in-home tutoring. I have virtual tutoring. I have tutoring centers. Uh, absolutely. I, I have a variety of education-based uh, solutions. Again, if you have a passion for education, um, you know, the home-based tutoring is a phenomenal business because again, due to COVID, uh, it expanded to virtual tutoring. So now, you know, I can get an MIT student, right? Tutoring my elementary school, middle schooler in algebra, <laughs> you know, well, I can, yep. I can get a, a young lady in Spain teaching my kids Spanish, I mean, think about the, the, the beauty of that, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it, it, and you don't have to leave your home, you know, you don't have to go to a center, you don't have to drive your kid to a center at Sylvan Center and pick them up and bring them home again, you can do it all in your home or virtually. That's a, be that's a beautiful business model. But, you know, I, I think it goes without saying for those that are listening and watching, and I'll reach out to Irving. I know that you have been very, very gracious in, in, uh, in, in allowing people to have a one-on-one -on -one consultation with you. All they need to do is get in touch with you. They can go to your website, bigconsideration.com, get all the information that they need, and, and get a one-on-one -on -one with Irving and just say, you know what? What I heard on on something to talk about is kind of interesting to me, and and I might I might be ready to make the move into franchising. It seems to me like right now, having come off of this this uh, uh, pandemic and everything, right now is really a good time to consider going into franchising because there's there's so many uh, you know up upstart franchises coming on the on the the radar, uh, and again. I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by this, this waterless, this no H2O that, that to me is a pretty cool idea because I know that I, I remember uh, when I lived in South Florida, they used to have vans that would come around that had, had, you know, a big tank of water that would, that would do mobile car wash uh, yeah. and all, but this is, this is, is waterless. Yeah. So that makes it that makes it a lot easier for somebody that you want to to hire to go out and do it to simply put all the tools that they need in the trunk of the car and go out take care of business. Yeah, in fact, I'm looking at my truck out my window, my office, and as filthy as ever. And uh, I just been too lazy to drive to the car wash. I would love to be able to jump on an app and say, "Hey, can you come and wash my car?" Uh, that that'd be that'd be fantastic. Right. So, it's instead of five o'clock on the way home saying the car is filthy and now I got to go sit in line for another 45 minutes waiting yeah. to go through a, a, mo, a, a car wash. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have time to have it detailed out either. Exactly. And you always get out with the water drips on it and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, so I, unless you're not a stickler like me, it drives me nuts, but you know, 
So yeah. you're always on the radar looking for all of these new new uh, uh, concepts and all that are coming. Like you said, the the no no H2O concept didn't even come from America. It came from Ireland. Absolutely. So the company I work for is called Franchise. And Franchise was started 20 years ago. And their, their main mission really is to find and aggregate all the franchise concepts that exist. And, and, and we and I bring them to the attention of my clients. So we're always bringing new concepts. We're always innovating. We're always trying to be on the cutting edge. Uh, and again, if you want something like a Meineke muffler, I mean, that's now evolved from mufflers to full service car maintenance. That's been around for 60 years. There's 600 franchises. I can bring that to you if you want that, right? So we have everything from like 60-year-old businesses to ones that are, you know, are, are brand spanking new. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I keep thinking back to the, the quickie oil change places yeah. That, yeah. that popped up, you know, uh, a few decades back. I have a couple uh, of oil change concepts, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's probably a little more costly to get involved in one of those today, but, uh, you know, look into some of the, 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 the new things. If people want to get in touch with you as the big consideration.com, the best place to go. Yeah, and you know what, I'll, I'll even put out my cell phone number here. Uh, you know, 214-908-9791. It's on your website. Give me a call. My consultations are free by the way. So, you know, there's no risk in learning about your options or even asking some questions just to be a little more educated. That's what I consider myself is someone who's, who's here to educate. So and, can, and, and also, I, I, I want to reiterate that you also work with veterans uh, and, and, uh, and, and work every angle you possibly can to help them with the, the, the funding that they might want to need to go into a franchise situation. Yeah, I'm on a board of directors and a director of entrepreneurship for the DFW Veterans Chamber of Commerce. If you're a veteran, definitely join us. Um, yeah, no, um, almost the majority of the franchises I have in my portfolio offer veteran discounts. You can save up to $10,000 on your franchise fee, which is huge. Yeah, and, and not only that, is uh, there's studies out that show that veterans outperform your average franchisee by 25% because of their military training. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, military is a perfect training ground for franchise ownership because, you know, if you've been in it for a long time, your assignments changed every three years. And you know what they'll say? They say, Stuart, boom, your new assignment's up. Uh, hey, next month, you'll be moving to Florida. By the way, you're now going to be, you know, this this uh, person. And here's a, a, a manual, an SOP. Boom, learn it and, uh, and, and do it. <laughs> You know, and a, and a veteran mindset is also one that's that's very organized and can can take that canvas that we talked about earlier and 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 make it make it into a reality. Yeah. You know, hey, thanks a lot for joining me on the show. This this was great, just talking about franchising and Absolutely. three great new franchises on the horizon right now. If any of them are at at even remotely interested, or you have even an idea and say, you know, I always wanted to do this. Irving probably has a franchise that's out there that's available to you and you can find out what it would take to, to become a franchisee. Yep. I can almost guarantee it. If there's a, an area of passion that you want to explore, I bet you I have a business for you. Stuart, I love your show. I love talking to you. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, well, and, and thank you very, very much for, for allowing us to, to uh, help people connect with you also and for, for uh, you know, being a sponsor of our programs. 
I think the world of you and what you can do to help help people, you know, better their lives. It's their it's their choice. But the first step is to find out what what all of the the ins and outs are and and get that information. Absolutely. It's always best to know your options. Yep. So reach out to Irving. And uh, I again, I thank you very, very much again. And I'll see you at the DFW uh, uh, Veterans Chamber of Commerce on Friday. Sounds good. Take care. Make it a great day, Irving. You too. Well, and and so thank you very, very much to Irving Chung, who is a sponsor of uh, something uh, to talk about and also someone you should know. Uh, and, and just for sharing some open, very frank information about what it might be if you wanted to get involved in a franchise. The beauty is you don't have to make a decision up front and say, yeah, I want to be a franchisee and, uh, and I'm ready. Talk to Irving first, find out what your options are. And, all, and then find out if it's right, because he may have another franchise idea that you haven't thought of that he knows about. And it's, that's the best way to do it. The other thing I want to remind you to do is be right here again next week at 11 o'clock for another edition of Something to Talk About. We'll find a great, great topic to talk about. We'll share it with you. And in the meantime, go out and make it a good week and, uh, and, and be good to yourself and enjoy life. Okay? Talk to you later.